A pandemic of violence floods the streets of major cities as cases of the media dubbed murder virus, MV20 soar, causing those infected to go on killing sprees. Caught in the middle, police detective Angela Miller finds her only trustworthy ally in the self-proclaimed psychic PI, Gerald Henry. As the two try to navigate the violence, they are drawn into new age guru, Abra Mellon Harvest's plot to heal the planet. Harvest's missive? The world is sick, and humanity is the infection. The cure? Murder. From the twisted mind of Sean C. Baker, author of A Collection of Desires, and Shadowplay in Book One, Kim and Jesse, comes his most vicious novel yet, Murder Virus. Available where books are sold. Welcome to another episode of the Horror Vision Presents Sharing in Session, a weekly Yellow Jackets podcast discussion. I'm Sean. And I'm Missy. And this is the last you'll be hearing from us for probably a year, year and a half, because Friday was the ninth and final episode of Yellow Jackets Season 2, titled Storytelling. And, uh... Holy fucking shit, Missy. This is not the show that I thought that it was. And that makes me very happy and fills me with a lot of hope for future seasons. Um, me too. I know, like you, it took me a while to wrap my head around. Not, not necessarily what happened, but what it meant for the show overall. Right. So let's let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Um, this is full spoilers, folks. So if you've not watched that episode, please do not listen to anything we say. Yeah, don't listen to us yet. <laughs> big fucking spoilers. Right, uh, and there's and, big stuff happening. So listen, it, watch the show first, then come back. Big and sad, and and Jesus Christ, talk right. about <laughs> just changing the landscape for completely. Well, that's kind of what they did at the end of the last one, too. Well, no, not really. Not really, because while it did open the world up, so here's the thing. This is why I say this isn't the show that I thought that it was. I thought all the moving pieces in the past and the the present were going to kind of dovetail, and they would evolve together and reach a crescendo in the finale of the series. But what we've actually got is... The 1996 storyline is still unfolding. All of the plots in the last two seasons, so all the plots in the present day that that they started with the characters have now more or less resolved. I mean, those resolutions are going to start their own plots, right? But they wrapped up. I mean, they even put it in Walter Tattersall's mouth. He walks up to Misty and says, I took care of the Adam Martin problem. That's the that's the show saying right. that's done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, I it took care of the Adam Martin problem. And now you and your friends are safe. I fixed it for you. Yeah, exactly. 
uh, talk to me. What do you, what? Okay. Um, well, I, I watched it when it dropped Thursday night and I finished it and Peter looked at me and he's like, well, so was it good? How, how do you, you know, did you like it? I'm like, I think they just killed my favorite fucking character. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I thought about it all day on Friday and came back and watched it again. At this point, I've watched it three and a half times because mm-hmm. I've been going back and looking for things because after watching it, I felt like this episode was just like sitting on my chest and I couldn't shake it. And I wasn't, I was, my initial reaction was that everything was great and then I was pissed about Nat's death. But then I kept thinking about things. And the more I keep, the more I kept thinking about it, the more I realized that the the episode is fantastic. It mm-hmm. has really changed the game. I mean, I've been expecting all along that, I mean, that Lottie was the, was the antler queen. And then we were going to have at least two separate factions of like the, you know, the ant- antler queen queen's forest cult and then the and then the other group the other faction that was not team Wadi. um and i always kind of thought that nat was going to lead that and that it would mm-hmm. be like nat and ben and all right that is not where we went no and i love that it continue they continue to surprise us when we constantly think we have everything figured out Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they can. I love that they do that. I do too. Um, especially, we both consume so much media. To have something that keeps surprising us is amazing. It's unheard of now. And, and also, without doing it in any cheap way. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, good call. There's never going to be like we, we've talked about before in other versions of the show other episodes like you know black coat starter is a great example of like i'm sorry it's bullshit it's just fucking bullshit i don't buy the fucking movie it's and there there's at least uh, you know high tension we just discussed somewhere else too same thing i just don't fucking buy other people do i just don't buy it because there's a there's a red herring there's like a thing they do where it's like you just have to accept that we showed you something that actually was misleading right they don't do that at all do that everything's in front of you the whole fucking time the whole fucking time because i just i just rewatched the pilot Mm -hmm. a little while ago um and there are a couple things that i noticed all right first um the pit girl Mm -hmm. we've been we've all been watching the pit girl for the (laughs) for the last two years trying to figure out who she is and why she died um but what I noticed was, all right, they have her, she's, after watching them, how Shauna prepares Javi, the pit girl is already prepped. She's not wearing shoes, a coat, nothing. Just, she's oh. just wearing like a nightgown uh-huh. and the necklace, the sacrifice necklace, yeah. Jackie's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing else, no coat, nothing that they would consider useful that you wouldn't want ruined or full of blood all that stuff is already off her i always assumed that it was because she you know 
shit happened while she was asleep and she just right. started running. But now I think that it's intentional because the few things they do have, they need to preserve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's already stripped down. The first time we meet Nat, she's wearing a purple sweater in that retreat that is like a new agey rehab that may or may not have anything to do with the purple people cult, but mm -hmm. uh, I kind of think it does. Everything she says in that when we first meet her feels very relevant now. Yeah, I just rewatched that. You have to find a way to keep the tiger in the cage and find a purpose. Yep. Um, on the plane, Mari, Mari, Melissa, and Akila are all on the plane. Akila mm -hmm. is a different actress. Oh. But Mari is on the plane. She actually has a speaking line. She okay. has snacks that she's going to share with somebody. But it's, Oh, yeah, the fruit the by the plane. foot, right? The fruit by the foot, yeah. And Melissa, is, the pink hat girl, is at the very back of the plane. The only okay. one I didn't see is Crystal. Okay. Um, but so for everybody saying, oh, they're new and they inserted them, they're not. They've been there since yeah. episode one. Um, and then the last thing uh, that I noticed in the pilot is when it cuts to that ceremony of, you know, the meat ceremony of the meat. Um, like right before that, we had been focused on Nat, and then it cuts back to the ceremony of the meat, and right on the antler queen, and then pans out. Interesting. Which I never noticed that before. Well, and they, but, they do that in that pilot where you don't know it the first time you're watching it. They're telling you which younger person is the version of the actress you know by cutting. Like, that was mm -hmm. something we picked up after we'd seen it a couple times. Like, oh, they're telling you this is young Natalie. This is young Shauna, right? right? It's not just like a jumble. Whenever they cut, they're showing you. So same thing, right? They're mm -hmm. cutting from Nat to the Antler Queen. Right. Which, again, never never caught it before because i've i mean we've both rewatched season one a couple times mm -hmm. um but it stood out now um having having just watched the finale and knowing where it went although there's still the the question of it, it looks like they're they've decided nat is the antler queen however um when at the very, very end, when Shauna notices that the the fire is burning mm -hmm. and she was up journaling, she she writes in her journal, I How like this. Yep. I thought Jackie was the one who made me feel invisible, but. But, and then she doesn't. So what do you think she was going to write? I don't know. I was more focused on the first part of the sentence, which made more sense after watching that whole uh, like where they all kind of come up to Nat and yeah, wear fealty. Yeah, but Shauna stares her down, tries to stare her down first. It doesn't work. Yeah, and then she kind of bows. Both her and Misty, when when Lottie is like, it's already chosen. It cuts to Misty, and she's like clearly like, oh, this is my moment, right? <laughs> and Shauna too. Okay, I didn't, I didn't catch, catch it with Shauna. Missy. 
I didn't catch it in Shauna until after I read what she wrote the second okay. time I watched this, where it was like, how could it not be me? I was like, oh, um, but Misty, she gets like, she starts to bubble up like with a smile because she thinks Lottie's going to say her. And I think that's also why she does such an exaggerated bow, right? Um, is because okay. she's, maybe she's overdoing it. I don't know, but she came around in her head. And so it manifests as her like kind of going overboard because she thought it was going to be okay. her. See, I didn't take it that way at all with her. I thought that it was that she was like really happy with the choice because but... she bubbles up before lottie says it's nat she's like it's already chosen and then they cut to misty because she th i think okay. she thinks she's gonna get it and then she says you know nat or whatever which again nat everything about nat being chosen was in front of us for the last like two episodes mm -hmm. coach saying yeah. sounds like you're jealous when she was talking about how they follow lottie um just even this episode where he's like you're not like them and she's like i'm worse there's I'm so worse. many things but then also like like lottie points out we tried to kill you and it didn't let us like see but that's then why i didn't get that that's what uh like why misty would have like i feel like it was obvious that it chose well, her you could be right but my her. my interpretation with misty is look at like how she's so, and it's exactly like you said, when they drew the cards and she got the second in command, right? Um, no, Van got the second oh, in Oh, you're right, command. you're right, you're right. However, I'm sorry. But I think, um, like I was just thinking about this, Van is very much Lottie's second in command. Yeah. Misty is very much Nat's. But she assumes this role this episode where she goes up and talks to Lottie and then comes to, like and her her wording is extremely specific too, where she's like, Lottie is pleased with the wilderness's choice and thinks that Javi will save us. Like she's mm. sp she's speaking and and obviously Lottie didn't say anything like that whatsoever. Right. So she's actually kind of a proxy leader at okay. that point so i think she's getting a taste for it that's why i and also her i think you know, you're right I'm i think useful. you're right i just missed it um i mean i i just my interp um because you're right she she does grow to love nat right and she is kind of like obviously going to become like a second maybe second in command but I mm -hmm. think she thinks lottie is failing and that she's the one that is actually like i think mm. in her head she's like we depend on this bitch and she's not doing what we wanted her to do. So she's speaking for her. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all, it's all right there as far as her being chosen, but also it's all right there. Her dying in the, in the present because uh -huh. like Lottie says, it doesn't need me anymore. So now it's choosing somebody else. So you cycle to the future. It doesn't need Nat any, anymore for whatever reason, but also right. she, cheated death and so it comes back around later right so there's mm -hmm. just such a like a, a a symmetry to how it happens it sucks I mean, it, it sucks, sucks but and but it also like it's good writing it's sometimes great writing. right you have to you have to kill your darlings and mm -hmm. and it makes it makes sense for her character She's yep. been looking for redemption since the very, very beginning. And she's been telling us all along she didn't 
she doesn't think she deserves to survive or that she deserves Lisa's friendship or her forgiveness. Mm-hmm. She and she couldn't save she couldn't save Travis. Mm-hmm. She couldn't save Javi. I mean, mm-hmm. she tried and then yeah, she stopped, but if she hadn't, they'd have killed her. So yeah. she didn't really have a choice in that matter either. So she wa- she wanted to save Lisa, who didn't, I mean, she's innocent. She didn't even, she hasn't done anything wrong. She just tried to be Nat's friend. Yeah. And to teach her about forgiveness. Yeah. So, a lesson that I think I th- she took to heart. Right, yeah, it changed her, and that's yeah. why. I, I mean, that's why I think she, it, it, it completely makes sense for her to do that. It does, and and the best thing a character can have is a great, a great, like a great death, and that was a great, she had a great death. Because not only for her character and her overall arc, but also, both in the past and the present, but also, look what it does to Misty. Misty now, like. Who could have seen Walter Tattersall, everything that happens with him this episode, while it was always like a possibility he was going to help her, I didn't see any of the length, like... I didn't know he'd go to such a length, but I hadn't... fuck! He just... They're a match made in psycho heaven. And and we had (laughs) joked about that. But I didn't expect him to come in and fucking start killing people. (laughs) Like cops on top of it. And like, I mean, so I definitely think the frame job and a lot of that, like it was perfectly done for a TV show. In real life, I have some questions, but it's not real life, so I don't care. But like, I don't know how he wound up going from meeting her in the room where she got her phone to making poison hot chocolate. And, like, did he know the police were coming? Who was he making that for? He probably knew the police were coming. He knew who Kevin Tan was. He pretends like he he doesn't know who Kevin Tan. Well, but they, I think Kevin Tan and uh, the other one followed. Because when I see, when when it cuts to Jeff and Callie and they're driving, and you see where they're going, I'm like, the first thing I said is, do they not think that the two cops are following them? Because I guarantee you they fucking are, right? Um. So my yeah, impression Walter, was they followed them. Well, they did. But Walter sent that email about, I have information for you. So I thought he had contacted Kevin Pan. Like contacted the detective. Well, he he, he contacted like, it was like something the effect of... Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't Kevin Tan directly. But he obviously, he pretends he doesn't know who Kevin Tan is. He knows who Kevin right. Tan is. So he did know they were coming. It's just the timing is so perfect, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's certain things where you can say like, oh, that's a little improbable. But for the pace of the TV show, I we didn't need to see them stumbling around mm-hmm. till they find one another. And it worked out. It was just very elegant the way that everything happened in that scene. Oh, yeah. It was Kevin Tan's death. Well, also sad because yeah. I, it was, I left my ass off because I didn't see it coming. Yep. And he's in the middle of a conversation with Jeff, and then he just falls over. <laughs> yep. You know, and and Walter kind of pops out of nowhere, and you've got Jeff. Wait, are you are you with the, one yeah. of the cult people? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, I love the way 
He's very, he, he like offers his Walter Tanner. So, oh, it's okay if you haven't heard about me yet. So, and the funny thing is we kept thinking like Misty's nuts were like, oh, all of a sudden he's her boyfriend and this and that. Like, no, he was on the same page the whole time. <laughs> same page. So she ends up with everything like best possible scenario, except she killed her best friend. And so what's that going to do to her character? We don't know. Right. So maybe that'll actually ruin the the fledgling who knows i mean i'm not even gonna guess you know but that's so going forward when when we get season three the through line in the past now is how do they survive without the house but also um coach is an enemy right so there's right. now there's your factions it's fucking coach versus them we don't versus know if somebody everybody. else will defect or help him probably not i would guess but they well, don't know we still think that I mean, there there may be another tribe. There may be other people somewhere. There could be. There but could be. Somebody put the marks on the trees, and somebody, like somebody, made that hidey hole where Ben is. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be a history there. So one of the things. So we watched it Friday night. Um, our you know Mike and Amy, our friends Mike and Amy from Chicago, were in, and so we all watched it and. After it was over, one of the things Amy said that really resonated with me, because I'm like, okay, I don't know, what is the next season going to be? I know what it's going to be to some degree. You can kind of guess with the past. The present, okay, obviously Mustache Cop is not going to be happy and there'll be something there. And I, you know, there's whatever. But Amy's like, I think they owe it to us. And just in general, like, they're going to deep dive Ty. And I think she's right. I think we might get an episode that shows more about her grandmother or other members of her family. Like that has been on the back burner the whole fucking season. So what else, you know, they have to go into that. Um, Mm -hmm. Is is Van going to be in remission? I mean, Lottie says at the end, it's pleased. I caught that too. It's pleased. You'll see. And when she says Mm -hmm. you'll see, she's looking directly at Van. Now, whether or not she knew Van's situation, we don't. No, it we we don't know that she knows, but maybe she does. We didn't see her get information about Van's sickness. But the first thing I thought, even before I picked up on her saying that, looking at Van, was like, is that's a definite possibility for a thread, right? Is that like now mm-hmm. Van's safe? And well, and I think Van wanted knew, hoped that and wanted it the whole time. Yeah, maybe because I mean, right when they start. Drawing the cards in the present, Ty look, Van says, "I'll start," and everybody looks shocked. And Ty kind of leans over and goes, "This is what you wanted, isn't it?" Oh, or this so is what in you a way we were right. We were right. They, it's just they they didn't do a ritual with the intention of healing Van, but in a way we we were right about right. that. If that if that happens, I mean, who knows? They could start season three, and she could be in you know. Walter White territory. Um but yeah, they I mean that's the obviously the next thing they have to address mm-hmm. because Shauna's and again, I don't think it's completely wrapped up where I I I think there'll be something with that cop. Uh and this, Maybe, let's he, looked, he looked like he was crying and you know, like the last time we see him he's got his face in his hands like Yeah, and the co- the troopers like comforting him. He's like patting him on the shoulder, you know. He might be playing into, I mean, because Walt, we already know that 
uh, Detective Syracuse kind of bends the rules. Yeah. Would it would it really be so hard to believe that you know he took Walter's offer? Okay, that's a good point. So maybe that is completely well, wrapped up. And that could well, be. Well, and I mean Walter pretty much tells him, "I can either give you give you the world, and it's all blamed on Kevin, and you're the fledgling detective who figured it out, and yeah, you know you're gonna be the big shit, or I can just change the information so that it all points at you." Yeah. So, so I he, thought he was playing into it. He is, but I'm wondering if that's going to be the kind of thing that, like, mm. you know, he back. it's going to eat at him that he, you know, framed his, or, you know, whatever, okay. or just that Can't Walter go. got the better of him. Um, But, I mean, it, it could just end there. But either which way, that's not going to be on the back burner for sure. Like, the Sadekis mm -hmm. are fine for the time being. Lottie's going away. I don't know how, so we see how they explain Nat's death as a drug overdose, right? But... Hallie shot Lottie in the arm. Now, Kirsten's like, well, mm -hmm. it's not a far stretch because they had already called this crisis intervention team and whatnot. It's They could say, okay, we know we had somebody who was mentally unstable and it was a self-defense. I'm assuming that's what mm -hmm. it is. Um, but I feel like that would raise some eyebrows. The whole scenario seems like it should raise some eyebrows, but maybe not, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, they could probably, or say Lottie was erratic, she had the gun, we had to get it away from her. You know, something like that. But I don't know. It uh, Something I noticed with the adult versions when they're all doing the cards, it, it, it looks like Lottie, Van, and Ty are all like super into it mm -hmm. and then you've got the other three who are resisting but there comes a point where i don't i think ty's other takes over i wondered that as well i definitely wondered that because i was like when did they all fall in line with this right before this happens it's like van is the only one that's kind of like you know but but nad is definitely but but when the hunt starts they all go, go with now whether or not they were planning on completing it or i have to go with this until i can you know like figure out a way to stop it you know i mean the way shauna kind of did from the beginning by suggesting it mm -hmm. buying them time right but it is weird it's like does something primal take over and and they're caught up in that that hunt? i think so the at least part of it because they all as soon as shauna draws the card they all start like backing away from her and Moving, you know, they go right of, to the masks. They immediately. go right to the masks and they start to and they move different. Yeah. Like 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 cats. They start yeah. moving like cats stalking something. And they go right to the masks. Even you know, previously Nat and Misty were reluctant. Yeah. You know, and uh but as as soon as the card is drawn, it takes over with them too yeah um also um shauna there's a point where she screams at them you know there you know there isn't an it right mm -hmm. there's no it it's just us and, and lottie says is there a difference yeah that's um, interesting 
And I found more this episode, like up till now, like the last couple episodes, it's strongly been implied that there is, you know, an it, something. And now this episode, everything seemed like it was explained by reality. So it's still kind of, like, I still think there is an it, but we don't know. We don't know. We're getting everything from their their perspective also. And they believe there was something with them except except for Shauna who never bought into it and you know, I guess she she doesn't seem like she's ever believed in it. It is interesting and it makes me wonder if they will successfully be able to do the entire show and never actually tell us, which if they do it right, I'll be fine. Um mm-hmm. And that might even be the smart way to do it. But it, it is very fun that, you know, as soon as the episode ended, once again, Amy was like, I love the fact that, like, I still don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you still, like, there, it's, it could be either way, you know? I mean, there's definitely moments when you think there is, usually they're from Lottie's perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, the Antler Queen sitting in her office saying, you know, if you tell me, does a hunt with no violence feed anyone? Is that there or is that just in her head? Like she said, does it matter? So, right. I mean, in a way, you know, um, and that is real life. Like you, you're never going to know is somebody that possessed is, you know, is possessed like the cases where it looks legit in real life. Like it, you can, different people can argue different things and neither one of them are right or wrong. Cause we don't know. So it's an interesting line. They walk and they walk it very, very well. Very well. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, I tend to lean in the direction that there is an it, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think we're both biased in that direction just by who we are. Yeah, um, I do too, but I won't be disappointed if they if there's not and they do it right. Same. Because the story same. doesn't require it. It's not like Lost where like Lost p- painted themselves into a corner because at some point it's like, the story requires it, so you need to tell us now one way or the other. Right. This, I don't know. They're doing a good job of like they, you know, so far it's like, well, they they yeah, haven't if done they that. Do it, if they do it right, like, and it turns out to just be people, that's I'm okay with that. Like, I, I just like the idea of a, you know, a monster or a god, of some course. crazy forest god, better, but. I just like those kind of stories. But if it's well written and it's just people, that can still be great. Like, that's... Well, here's the thing. I don't necessarily think it'll be... I, I'm not even saying like it's just people. I'm saying we'll never know. They could go the whole show, walk the line perfectly, and at the end you could be like... That would be amazing. Like, holy shit. We st- like, that was the entire story and we still don't know. I think that's within right. reach for this show because it's so well written. I would like that, actually. That would be really cool. Yeah. If, I mean, I would also like a god or a monster or whatever, a presence, but, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, we, we get that anyway, because we get their hallucinations. Like, what is the, we're, obviously, next season, I'm assuming we're going to finally get back to the eyeless man if they focus on Ty. So, like, what is that? Right. You know, like, did... Because we didn't really get anything with him this season. He's still in the beginning. He, the only thing we got with him was early on that thing where Van follows the the quote unquote sleepwalking tie, which is really other tie, 
and she's following him right that's the only Mm -hmm. thing we get right she tells her she was following him but that we we don't see him we don't see him after so and here like here's the thing like i thought this was going to be three seasons maybe four right and it still could be it's not going to be three seasons i doubt but but like there is opportunity here for it to be a longer story because of the way, like I said, that my idea that it was all interlocking is gone because all the all the plot lines in the present have now been solved and there's other things, right? So right. I, I mean, in the past, so we right. Kirsten we don't and I have were ta- all the pieces. No, we don't have all the pieces. And Kirsten and I were talking about the past, and so here's the thing: like the pit girl. A, maybe that's not even somebody from their group, right? But B, most likely it is, but maybe not. Like you said before, are there other people there? Look, she's you wearing know, the necklace. It doesn't matter. If the, if they a stranger happens to know it and they decide to sacrifice her, they'd put the necklace on her because it's the sacrifice necklace. Right? But she's so, I wearing mean, it, it when she falls. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, w- they put that on the person before they kill them. So, um, but, so... They're going to come to summer and then go back to winter. So that's most likely the pit girl is most likely second winter. Mm-hmm. And summertime, they're not going to kill one another because they're going to have animals. And we know that because in the pilot, in the pit girl sequence and the meat ritual, they're all wearing furs, right? Which right. implies so they, they found more animals. So summer's going to come around and they're going to, I mean, you would think what would happen is okay we don't have to kill anybody else so let's kill a bunch of animals stockpile the fucking meat and then we don't have to do that next year does coach well, then sabotage that they ruin the meat stockpile it that long though because in the winter they don't yeah, have they any could. way to pre- they don't have any way to preserve it well they have so well that's a good don't point need, but, like salt and okay that's a good berries? point uh as it gets cooler maybe i don't know or maybe they could keep the animals in in a way where the, you know like a, almost like a farm where like we keep it here and then we kill it when it gets colder and freeze I, I i'm just assuming that that would be on my list like okay if we have to eat people right now once it's warm there'll be animals so we don't know that we're going to make it we, we don't know we're going to be rescued so let's not think like that so if we have to do another winter we got to find a way to stockpile meat so we don't have to kill anyone else because they're all going to be feeling it because it's a card, right? Like anybody mm-hmm. can draw that card unless that changes at some point. Which of note, going back to the eyeless man, the queen has no eyes. That's intentional. That's why it seems like mm. it's an extension of some greater entity, right? I I still want to know, you pointed out to me, I don't know if we talked about this on the episode last week. I So... In one of the, I think it's the episode where they settle into the cabin. The first time we see that deck of cards, somebody's either playing solitaire or shuffling it, and somebody else says, "You know, there's no queens in that deck." I didn't. Mm-hmm. Re- you brought that up, and I was like, "Oh, I remember that." Yeah. So where'd the queen come from? Right, that was my thought. Um, Did we miss something? Maybe there was a throwaway scene where they found it. We did. We're not remembering it. Well, I thought. Have you found the deck of cards later on? But I, I don't remember. But I do remember them. Remember her saying there there are no queens in that deck. Unless I mean, unless she said it doesn't have all the queens. But I maybe I 
which is possible that maybe the one was there and I'm just remembering it slightly wrong. Yeah. I mean, it could be because we didn't, but I do remember something to that effect. So that's, it's, it, it I wanted to try and find it before we recorded today, but it just wasn't possible. Cause I yeah, don't know what I episode. Don't rem- same. Um, Cause I was thinking about that too. And I don't remember what episode or who says it. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't remember any specifics. I just it, remember something like that one, being said. But I have no idea where. And I don't remember who had the conversation. Yeah. I kind of feel like it was Van who said it, but I'm not I'm not positive. But they either way, they specifically call out about the queens. Yeah. And then we find out why the queen is relevant later. Man. <sighs> yeah, there's I mean so much. I mean, how fucked up is Misty gonna be? We might actually see her like feel guilt. Oh, uh, she's I mean we already see it. And right. I whether or not I don't think she's gonna be able to like explain it away as the wilderness chose because that works. It, I, although I will say Tra- Travis surprised the fuck out of me. Um Accepting, yeah, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that. Co- I, I will say, like, I don't, I don't know what the thing was with taking the bite out of the heart raw and then, like, you know, cook that shit at least. I don't know. Um, and Shauna does a good I job of preparing the meat so it looks like steak. <laughs> so you know, it looks like oh, that's kind of appetizing. You know, if you just pretend that you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. No, I thought that the whole taking a bite out of his brother's heart, it was like a way to keep his spirit yeah know, like, i guess that's i figured it was something like that but it just was so gross uh even the sound the sound when he bit into it i was like oh god <laughs> yeah i just i assumed it was because he wanted to keep his brother's spirit with him yeah. kind of, i mean kind of like hunters eating the you know the heart of the deer to keep yeah stuff like yeah that. oh actually that's yeah that goes back to our red dawn thing right mm-hmm that's cool. And, yeah, I listeners, mean, we did a Red Dawn episode a, a couple months ago. So if you're interested in that, on um, elements of horror, not yeah. on. This well, this particular... is this is technically elements. I mean, it's not well, because we're calling sharing in session, but <laughs> Yellow Jackets whatever. is definitely apro- more apropos for elements of horror. But either way, whatever. I mean, it's all just either you know, way interchangeable. Um, but I mean that that's been in stories for a zillion yeah. years. You know that by eating the heart of something or someone you've killed you take the spirit into you it makes me think of uh angel heart but like he cut out his heart yeah wolfed it down while it was still beating um i thought that scene was actually amazing you know pretty amazing it was good good. because like shauna offers him the heart you think he's not going to take it but i mean he's stuck he's starving and he he takes a bite and he's crying um and then after he he throws it in the pan to to cook and then everybody just starts yeah grabbing you know grabbing this meat and throwing it in the pan like because even though they're starving to death they want to be alive yeah even if they know they're eating their friend well and also like like Van says to Travis, let your brother save you. Like, if you don't do it, it's for nothing. 
right? Right. So, I mean, it it is like, I mean, it's a tough situation, but, you know, I mean, it makes sense. Um, right. There's no, I mean, there, him not doing it only hurts himself because he's starving. Yeah, exactly. The rest of that, his brother still died and the rest of them are still going to eat him. Yeah. Because they're also starving. Which is interesting with like coach. So I like him watching them bow to Natalie and he's watching the look on her face and she's totally Mm -hmm. getting into it. Right. And because she's finding her purpose that she didn't have before. Um, I mean, it makes perfect sense that she is who she is in the present when we meet her in season one, because she's drinking and taking acid and whatever, which all teenagers do. Right. But she's kind of, you know, I, the others have like, are from better homes and have plans and like you get the feeling that she's soccer but what else does she have right um right and then she finds purpose in the wilderness she comes back she goes back to being the 17 year old stoner right i mean Mm -hmm. she says it in that pilot she said i lost my purpose and i thought all the drinking and the drugs and the sex was you know i forget what i think she doesn't finish her sentence but you see what she's saying but mm-hmm. she literally just, it's Arrested Development. She stopped being that person when she found the purpose. You see it on her face as they're all bowing to her. It's like, oh my God, it's not power, it's purpose. And mm-hmm. then when they get rescued, that goes away and she just goes back to being that person, listening to the same mixtapes, wearing the same t-shirts and just, you know. Drugs and alcohol. And, exactly. And it seems like Travis goes probably goes with her for a while because it yeah. sounds like they've had a back and forth yeah toxic relationship that is probably more self-destructive for both of them than either of them should have and they're both drinking and partying and doing drugs and in fact he's with her when she has the overdose where we saw that flashback with the paramedics yep um yeah so we've still got a lot to see with young natalie because we have not seen how that unfolds yep but then present day sucks for the fans but it's definitely gonna affect some of our other favorite characters losing that so yeah um coach ben is he is not gonna make it back a lot I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out because they don't know what he knows, right? But how long is it going to take them to figure out that he that they're locked in? Someone did. Someone locked. No, them no. In. What I mean is they they don't know about the fucking the underground places he knows about. None of no, them. No, they don't know that. So but, they could figure it out for sure, and he's going to have to probably move around. I I would assume. So they might well, catch him that way. He's going to have to be able to find food or. But is there a food? So I'm wondering the food source. So we've seen the bones that Javi ate, you know, whatever animals he ate, right? They're not going to be, those animals are probably in that, whatever that, if it's a cave system or whatever, because right. it's warm, they're not going to be oh, up maybe top. there's water and there's fish. So he, exactly. So he doesn't have to necessarily even leave the cave. Now, he, I think he's probably going, also, he's not exactly in his right mind either. Right, so right. we've seen a deterioration at all because he never ate Jackie, and exactly. now 
but that's something I've always thought about. All right, they can't catch game. Why has no one tried to fish? Like, well, they, ice fishing is a thing. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. I don't know. That's a very good point. I didn't even think of that ice fishing. Well, they could cast a, a rod and pull up a fucking moose. You know, we know that's in the fucking river or the lake or whatever. Right. <laughs> perfectly preserved, might I add. Right. Um, perfectly preserved frozen moose. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, what I meant was how long is he going to, like, again, all of the, the doors, because they try like two different, two or two different doors in this cabin they're they're locked they can't mm-hmm. get out he ties a chuck he take we see him take rope yeah or something so he locks them in he's the only yeah. person who's not there oh they How know is it going to take them to draw that conclusion no they know they know who it is i guarantee you right off the bat they know who it is guaranteed because nat knows nat's the leader and he said to her you're not like like he's basically saying fuck these people right she know there, there's gonna be no her- he wanted her to go with him. Yeah, there, but there's going to be no hesitation. They're, they're going to hit the ground running like this was coach. You know, I like the camera panned up to the sky. What happened on right. the ground was like, who would do, was this coach? Yes, this was coach. So where is he? We don't know. So now they've got to figure out yeah, how to he's survive. He's going to become the you know the most. <laughs> he's going to be hunted. Yeah. And unless. That little under underground cave hidey hole has some kind of food source in it. He's gonna have to come out. Eventually. No, but it does. It does because there's nothing up top. We've already established that. But Javi was eating, so anything alive mm-hmm. that's not hibernating, or maybe it is it's hibernating, under? but it's under. So he's not gonna have to okay. leave that area. And also, we don't know; those could all be interconnected, which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like. I definitely want to know more about whatever that is. Yeah, it could be. I didn't even think of that. It could be like yeah. an underground like tunnel system. Yeah. So, I don't know. And it's... if there are other people, they could be down there. Yeah. So, but it's it's going to be interesting having him as a spoil because uh, I just didn't, wow, didn't see that coming. And it's one man against all of them. He's one got man the advantage. Against... He's got the advantage because he's got a food source. We, I mean, judging by the bones and the warmth and the water, they have nothing. Right. They have their and they blankets. don't know it exists. Exactly. They only know. I mean, Nat's smart, and she'll probably think about it. Javi was taking her. Said he was going to take her somewhere. But she didn't know where. But she didn't know where. But we know he stayed alive for months. Yeah. And, so they 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 know there's a place, right? Because Coach right. said he found they're it, so they start, they know mm-hmm. they're gonna so start look looking for it. for it. And actually, you know what would make the most fucking sense? And I could see this conversation happening. Well, Ty can find it. Ty just let the other out. It knows where it is. You were following it before, so that's interesting. That could come into to play where now the other might become like a full fledged character in 1996. Mm-hmm. I you know, think like, that the other might, because I think in the last episode I said that um, Shauna seemed like she was unhappy when she saw Van and Ty together. Like, yeah. you know, when did this happen? And I said, well, maybe they're scary together. 
Yep. I get the feeling they're going to get real scary together. <laughs> yeah. And actually probably in the present and the past, because if we go mm-hmm. into tie, They're already but... a little scary together. I mean, they made that call about calling off the crisis team without consulting the rest of the group at all. Yeah. They just decided that on their own and yep. did it. Wow, it's crazy. I just, I really like the way all of that worked out. I really, really like that. And I like that we got what you wanted. We got the hunt, like in the, even in the present, like I didn't see that even in the present. at all. Like, fuck. Right. Um, and those, those masks, I was of course staring at these masks again, the new masks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Ty and Van have opposite phantom masks. So oh. the two pieces would the way they're shaped, the two pieces would fit together, I think. Okay. Um, which also kind of implies that the two of them are going to be scary together and make mm-hmm. up like one one uh, like complete each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones, Lottie's mask looked like that jacket she wears. Oh, like the feathers are the same color. It's kind of owl shaped, but I mean, they didn't have a lot of time to make them, and the animals don't really super stand out. Misty's looks kind of birdish. Yeah. Um, and Natalie had the one that looked like a like a tree or a moth. Yeah. Like, she had the the one I thought looked coolest and creepiest. Yeah. But. Now we gotta wait. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I mean, it took what a a year before we got more. No, it was more. I think it took a because it. I believe it ended in fall, like August, September of twenty twenty one. But I don't think it'll take as long this time because I think they know, right? Like, I I'm hoping that by this time next year. It'll will you know because a lot of shows do that they turn them out in a year, and also like if so the I guess the biggest stars right although Sophie Thatcher is now becoming a star because she's in the Boogeyman which is coming out this week which I already bought tickets for by the way, um, but that's the biggest based star- on the Stephen King story right yeah Boogeyman mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. what I thought um, I didn't realize it was coming out this week that's cool it's the the director of uh that uh host the zoom movie oh yeah it's his first like big big movie so um yeah i'd try it i mean host was surprisingly well done for what it was i mean the the er some of the early titterings i heard about uh and not from reviewers necessarily i i forget i think from beyond fest i forget who i've heard people say like this movie is scary as fuck now as an adult there's not you know we've talked about this before there's not a lot Mm -hmm. of scary as fuck but I can't wait to fucking see it. So, um, but point being, the biggest stars are uh, Juliette Lewis and um, uh, Christina uh, Ricci. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And one of them's gone. So, I mean, I, and I guess like Elijah Wood as well. So now they kind of replace one big star with another one. But, but n- nonetheless, I feel like everybody's locked into this. So I, I think mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get it in a year. That would be, you know. Hope, hopefully. Um, um, 
All right, and Lottie, going back to Lottie, um, two things. First, mm -hmm. there's a point where she says that she she thought that it wanted what was best for us. And, and now she doesn't know. And now she doesn't know. Um, I think she says that to Misty, but so now she doesn't know. And, and then she says that she never, she never wanted to be in charge. She never wanted to be in charge, but she thinks that it talked to her because she was the only one who knew how to listen. Yeah. Now that, now that, you know, I've taught the rest of you how to hear it and to feel it, it doesn't need me anymore. Yeah. And that's when, you know, she uh, says that she thinks that it chose Nat. Um, also, right before that, Van is telling them a story. Yeah. Um, I really like this scene, too. Uh, and she's telling a story, and she says it, it's not going to be one you know. And she starts talking about the... Uh, the wilderness and and that and the episode's called storytelling mm -hmm. like are these stories gonna start framing the you know what they're doing as they go more feral and are trying to you know wrestle and like right now they've still got a lot of civilization in them Mm -hmm. but if they start living in the stories it's easier yeah 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 because up till now she's been telling them the stories are rom-coms right the truth about cats yeah, and, dogs, why you're... and um yeah, i didn't even think of that they are all rom-coms they're they? all rom-coms while you while you, while were, you were sleeping, sleeping truth about cats or dogs which i unfortunately had to sit through on a date in high school and just wanted to fucking cut my own okay throat. um <laughs> And the Princess Bride, which is like a fantasy rom com. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, um, and it's Van's wheelhouse, right? We see that it, that's with her up until the future, the movie mm -hmm. thing. But um, yeah, that I mean, that definitely bears out in what we see in the pilot, where like they and you know you think about it, like how do you do these things that require you to do things that you've you've been like are terrible things. You mm -hmm. make it into a story. You done masks. You you make it fiction. So yeah, I think you, mm -hmm. you hit that right on the head. Oh, and I mean, we even do that in real life. Yeah, Every, yeah. I mean, we all mainline story. I've always said stories are my <laughs> stories are my favorite drug because mm -hmm. I whenever the stories will always be there. Your favorite characters and you know, you get to live all of their adventures and heroic acts and whatnot again and again and again. And when you're down, they can, you can channel those characters and it can yep. boost you back up. So what better, better way to make this a little, I mean, they, life has forced them into this impossible situation. Mm-hmm. So how do we live with it so it doesn't completely fracture our psyche so we can't mm -hmm. function? Yep. 
because I've been thinking about that. Why, you know, most of the other titles were very in your face and it's like, okay, why is this one called storytelling? And I think just those couple lines of the story before Lottie interrupts her are more important than yeah, I agree. We notice, and she says the wilderness built a house and it waited, and it so, waited summers and winters and and it, and it shows how they continue to anthropomorphize. Like this is the beginning of how they of what you're seeing in the future in the, or in the present where they're like it it it's with us it's come back with us and we brought it, mm -hmm. it back right they're anthropomorphizing it to explain what they do so that also ties in a lot he's saying like is there any difference whether it's it or us like it's storytelling so they're mm -hmm. still they're still there um yeah uh, spot on and we've talked about that before too what why does it matter if it's real? What makes it real? Your mind makes it real. Yep. Even if it was, even if they hallucinated it or whatever, if they believe it's real, then it is in a way because they're still reacting in counterbalance to it. Yeah. They're reacting as if it's real, which makes it real. And, Their and you actions know, are all of that's further sets up another thing I was thinking about is as far as like how this isn't the show that I thought it was and I'm happy about that and I could see it going longer than I originally thought a whole other thing is once they're rescued the story doesn't stop because although they they stop talking to each other we see that as adults that's not going to be the case right when they get back most likely so how do right. they what happened like Kirsten keeps saying I want to know how Shauna and Jeff actually end up together because you know like there, it's not a sure deal that they she would come back and they would end up getting married and have a kid. So there's a story there, but the, there's a story mm -hmm. with a lot of it and how they're going to process reintegrating into normal life and how they're going to, you know, come to the conclusion like where they grow apart, whether it's they just grow apart or whether they're like we we should not be together. We which should I not think be might, together. I think that would actually be more apropos where it's like if we split up, people aren't going to be able to corner us as easily. Mm -hmm. talk about it you know and 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 also like we might need to split up just so we can actually acclimate to reality again when I mean, you talk right. about like soldiers coming back from war and having trouble acclimating to normal life mm -hmm. it's the exact same thing like massive ptsd and like living with what you know you've done how do you compartmentalize it like shauna does and they say two episodes ago sitting in the round circle like what do you, how much do you guys remember and shauna's like I don't care if a, if if that shit's buried, let it stay buried. Right. She doesn't want to dig but, it back up, so they buried it for a reason. Right. No, I, I didn't even think of that. I think you're right, too, though, because even, like, all right, Travis and Natalie, like, we know they, they are together and split up multiple times. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that just seemed... Originally, I just figured, okay, that just seems like the kind of relationship they had. Mm -hmm. But Van and Ty seem like inseparable, and they separate too. Mm -hmm. Like we know they hadn't seen each other in twenty five years. So, like even the ones you wouldn't think would be apart were. Yep. So maybe they can't be together. 
Yeah, I think that has a lot to do. And that goes back to you saying Shauna is not doesn't seem pleased to see them together because maybe they're scary together, right? Um I yeah, I think they're very scary together, probably. And I hope and, we get I hope we get more of that in season three. Oh, I think I think we will for sure. Uh, also that goes into like what you were talking about where Shauna's journal before the fire. How could it not have been me? I thought it was Jackie that made me invisible, but so, what do you think she was going to write? Because you sound like you thought you had something. I think there's two things, but I think one of them doesn't work. I think, but it was me, seems like the logical thing. Obviously, it could be, but it was Nat. However, she's not Nat's friend. She's not with her all the time. So that doesn't make any sense. So to me, unless it's, it's her but blaming it was everyone. It could, it, it could be, but I feel like it would be more likely that it would be, but it's me. That's just who I am. Okay. But w what I think them showing us that sets up is there's going to be a, a resentment there. Mm -hmm. And and because, dude, they let her butcher. Like, that's why she's saying, how is it not me? Look what mm -hmm. I'm fucking doing okay. for them. Like, that's yeah, I'm they carry the, the body nobody. back. You know, they carry the body back to camp. Big deal. She's the one that's got to fucking skin and dress it, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. fucked up. And, I mean, we already saw it with the Jackie meat. Like, there's a little bit of an entitlement there from the other ones. Like, she's doing a massive fucking job for them. Mm. And, like, talk about taking one for the team. Right. And I so love that resentment. when she does it, she puts the hood down. Yes, I did, too. That yeah. was... That was a really nice touch, and that's the kind of things that I love from this show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, agreed. And it also shows just how, just how far uh, Shauna has come from, mm -hmm. from the the teenage girl who put the hood over her eyes and had shaky hands to you know she almost killed two random people. Yeah, right. <laughs> without flinching. Yep. Like, in fact, she was flinching, trying to hold herself back from shooting that the guy that in the mechanic. guy in the face. Yeah. Yeah, and like that, her whole spiel about I'm shaking because I want to. It might not have been Bravado to scare him. That might have actually been. Oh, like I don't think it was straight out of her soul, right? So that shit might be. Buried. I think everything she told him was true. Yeah. So that shit might be buried and she might not want to remember it, but it's still there and it's still it's bubbling to the surface. And that's why mm -hmm. Adam, right? Like she she's the same way Nat kind of like just went back to being the same person after she lost her purpose. I think also Shauna did. And I think there's probably a part of her that misses as sickening as it might have been. Like she may it, it's you know, I don't know. Oh, I mean, sure people do shit and they get an appetite for stuff that they wouldn't have thought possible right but that's why you have serial murderers because oh well now i actually like doing that i have an appetite for it or you know it becomes a compulsion whatever i mean the psychology is deep and scary right and i mean they said adam was dismembered with surgical precision yeah like just like riding a bike she didn't forget how to do it yep where are his head feet and hands did they, oh, Misty did they put him, care of them. They, that's right. They, she they put him in the casket. The intimidator, I thought. That's right. right. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, no. Yeah, the casket. Yeah. She put him in the casket and then they went in the incinerator. So they're gone. That's right. Um, 
because she took care of that part. That's why she yells at yells at Nat. I thought I told you to do it six. Did you yeah. measure exactly six feet? And she said, "Well, I didn't have a tape measure." She said, "Oh, I should have done it myself." Yep. Yeah, Misty's gonna. She's gonna be a really different person. I think. I think so too. I hope it because I really want to see her and Walter like happy as like I really do, <laughs> right? Right? They, my God, he he just went straight from like I knew he was. I knew he was as soon as we got uh, that scene last episode where he was listening to the the mm-hmm. song the the musical song that while I'm around and you know doing the the space kittens puzzle and everything that he he is he's her match yeah like he's a male version of her and obviously he's equally intelligent and psychotic <laughs> yeah i mean if he he fucking faked bank routing numbers and all this shit to get like that's you know well and wow. i i love the i love the scene with him and jeff i continue to love to love jeff in yeah, same. <laughs> He's so sweet and stupid. I love but the. I love, so you have a gun; it's in a safe place. And then she, I'm like the glove box, and she goes open the glove box and he shuts it. Because of course, as soon as he said that, I'm like, it's in the fucking glove box. Obviously, uh-huh, yeah, same. But I like the scene with him and Walter. <laughs> yeah, I love where it. he first, right after Kevin drops dead, and he meets him, and you know, well. You know, Walter introduces himself and Jeff thinks he's with the, are you with the, one of the cult people? And he's like, no, but I need you to help me move this body and all this stuff that totally makes him sound like he's one of the cult people. Mm-hmm. But then he tells Jeff, you know, I'm a friend. Don't, don't worry about it. It's all going to be okay. And like, he's not just saying that it, he fixed Jeff's problem. Yeah. It's all going to and- be okay. It's all going to be okay. You know, your wife, I, I, in fixing the problem for my, for, for my girlfriend, I, I've now fixed the problem for you too. Yeah. And you and your family are going to be okay. Jeff doesn't, didn't know that yet, but. No, but at the end, like, he's like, oh, long story, but we're okay or whatever. Um, And um, just imagine the possibilities of Shauna and Jeff and Walter and Misty going on a double date or like barbecue. And I'd love to see more Walter and Jeff interactions. Um, I really would too. Um, and, dude, fucking Callie. Like, first of all, Lottie's saying she's so powerful. She's or she so says powerful. she's powerful. But dude, she was going to fucking plug Sarcosa. Like you could see, oh, yeah, her, talk about the itchy fucking trigger finger. She wanted to fucking shoot him. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is yes, more coming did. with her. Oh yeah, really interesting. Yeah, that good call. I I noticed it, but kind of forgot. Um, the actor who plays Jeff, I don't know him. I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything. But the more Jeff interactions we see, the more I think this guy is a fantastic actor who yeah. has amazing chemistry with whoever he's paired with yeah i agree i mean so many of the best scenes are you know him interacting with other people (laughs) uh you know shout out to jeff for uh 
Yeah, the the comment about being able to Google yourself. <laughs> you won't be able to Google yourself anymore. <laughs> uh, Warren um, Cole. Uh, I, Warren I have, Cole. I, he he looks like he was in the following, which I never watched. White collar, never watched. Like a bunch of TV okay, stuff. But this is definitely. Oh, he was in. I didn't watch this, but he was in Why Women Kill, which Melanie Linsky was also in. Um, oh, okay. I've never seen it either, but. I know Kirsten watched it. Um, oh, I, I I will say, you know what? This really, really, I totally forgot about this movie. There's a movie on Netflix from like 2017 that has Melanie Linsky and Elijah Wood in it. Ooh. It's called I Do Not Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And okay. I watched it when it came out. It's fucking great. The villain is fucking David Yao, the singer from The Jesus Lizard, which was the thing that yeah. immediately got me to watch it to begin with. But I am told it's on, it should still be on Netflix because I think it was a Netflix movie. Um, What's it called? I do not feel, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I do not feel at home in this world anymore. It is on Netflix. Melanie Linsky, um, Macon, Macon Blair, um, Elijah Wood, David Yao. Oh, and it Macon Blair directed it. Holy shit, that's right. That's Wait, the movie who's that Macon he Blair? He's the guy, um, he's in Green Room, he's in Murder Party, he's in Blue Ruin was the first movie, I, I think, I don't know if it was his first movie. So that's the first. Blue Ruin is the first movie, or actually, I guess it's the second movie by Jeremy Saulnier, who did Green Room. Um, okay. But it was, yeah, I've tried was to like, watch Blue Ruin on multiple occasions, and I always fall asleep at the same part. He's the lead in that. Um, but yeah, okay. so the, the, uh, I do not feel at home in this world anymore was making Blair's, I believe, directorial debut. He directed it, and uh, it, it's really good. It's on Netflix. So if you're in the mood for Melanie Linsky and a numchuck toting um, Elijah Wood, it's a pretty good flick. Okay. I mean, I have to say, Walter Tattersall, every time he's on screen, his scenes are delightful. Joy. Absolute joy. Yeah. And such a nice, like, and he's still doing crazy macabre bullshit, but... It's it's a nice split from, you know, some of the more severe scenes. Yes. Um. So many great interactions in this episode. The scene with Coach Ben and Nat, where they run into each other, and he wants her to come with him, and he cries. Yes. Like that's kind of heartbreaking. Just uh. Just really good stuff, and I don't know. I guess the 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 loss of the loss of Nat means Van is probably my new favorite character. Yeah, well, I mean they're all just so great. It's you know. Oh yeah, they're all. I love them all, but I can't. I, man, I can't wait. For yeah, mind blowing. So many things. So many things. <laughs> so many things, and. It's just, it's really nice though to having just watched the pilot, seeing how many of those things are like 
it's been there all along and none yep. of it feels cheap. Yep. It's so it's super cool. And anybody looking for I mean, we're gonna be Yellow Jackets isn't gonna be back for at least another year. If you're looking for something else in the same vein, um check out the book Fantastic Land by Mike Bachelvin. I still need to read that. It's one of my favorite books and I mean it's a short read. You'll tear through it in a weekend and it's amazing. Like the short version is a bunch of young people get trapped in a Disneyland like employees of a Disneyland like park get trapped there for a couple months in Florida after a hurricane. Um and they tribe up and go full on Lord of the Flies. It's great. And the you know, if you like this, it, it it's something you've probably never heard of that's definitely worth checking out. That's cool. I do need to read that. You so do. You'll you'll love it. Any any closing thoughts? Anything we didn't talk about? I do have one. Lottie tells Nat you were always its favorite. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder what that's what that's gonna be. Very interesting. Also, why not Travis on the plane? When she, you know her death plane, like her spiritual, we get young Lottie talking to her. We get young Nat talking to her. We get Tra uh, 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 Hobby talking to her. Travis is no dead. Travis. He didn't show up. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, I mean, you think he'd be the one dead. waiting to welcome her to the other side? In her you head, think. you know. I In mean, just head. be based on everything we've seen but no and everything she's told us because i mean she's told us that he was her best friend the only person who's ever really known her and yeah she couldn't do anything to save him but it's his i did notice that it's his brother we see on the plane yeah and what's up with lottie on the plane i mean all right she's talking to adult nat who's about to die mm -hmm. saying it's not evil. It's just hungry. Let it in. Mm -hmm. so, so is that, that is interesting. Or is. That's a good question. I took it as just like for what, whatever neurons are assigning these people to talk right. to her. She's dying to accept it. But the, the, the but really interesting thing. why would you let thing, it in as you're dying? Why wouldn't it be let it go? Well, so that's a really interesting thing where. And. I mean, conceptually, I don't know if they're going to go there or not, but it made me think, I've never thought of this before. The f idea that death is a higher dimensional thing that feeds on us. Like, that totally changes. If you think about that for a while, it's a really bizarre concept it's a really cool idea. It's really fucking cool. Like I was already really like scribbling cool. notes in my head. Like, how would I write something with that? Um, I never thought of that. That's that's really cool. I like that. I doubt that's where they go, but it would be. I don't. I think cool that's it's too metaphysical. It's too huge. And also, right. I do kind of think they're not gonna assign. I think they're gonna keep this balance going where they're not gonna define right. it one way or the other and i think but, that would probably be for the best yeah but it definitely made me think that like whether that was their intention or not i was like oh fuck wow that's a really interesting idea 
Like it's not evil. It's just hungry. Because that's kind of like circle of life shit, right? Like it's the same thing. It's like, sorry, Travis. Like, don't you know your brother died? But we're gonna eat him because circle of life will keep us alive. That's circle of life. Mm -hmm. So, same thing. Like it's not evil. It's just hungry. Let it in. Let it feed on you. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um. Other thing I wanted to ask you, all right, especially like, do you, like we were talking earlier about having seen Mari, Melissa, Akila early mm-hmm. on. Do you remember seeing Crystal? And does she interact with anyone other than Misty? Oh God. It's... Well, yes, because remember the, the Oh whole... yeah, because they did look for her. Well, and also you get the conversation with Mari and whoever, where she's like, well, yeah, like she probably killed her friend, you know, the only friend she had or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but for a minute I was like, oh shit. But no, I I think she is real. I don't remember. But also that last shot. But nobody seems to care. Like they didn't, Well, they didn't look for her much and they jumped or they were, were starving and we want to save Lottie and we're going to draw cards to eat a person. Like, Crystal never came back out in the snow. Like, wouldn't you try harder to find the body and eat the frozen body before well, so, you eat one of your friends? So that's the thing, right? Like, I forget who in our group when we watch it Friday said, like, wow, they're not like Misty could really come forward right now and save whoever they're gonna eat by saying, like, I know we're a body, but she's obviously not gonna do that because then it opens up a whole can of worms that's gonna fuck her. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean so they they're doing the thing again too where like the last shot of them watching the cabin burn there's nine people in that shot right then you go hobby 10 coach 11 um uh laura lee 12 uh crystal 13 i'm trying to think if i missed anybody because i still go back to that scene where they walk to the cabin in the first season there's 19 people now yeah, i've never counted ta- them you always say that when they go to the we've beach, talked right? about I mean, yeah, and we've talked about the way, like, they can't always have the blocking for 19 people or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. and, you know, early on, maybe their idea of how big it was, it was, has changed or whatever the case may be. And you're positive it's 19 and that we're not mixing anyone up, because there are at least three people who kind of look alike. Actually, it might, it might be 21. Because for the longest time, I thought that Lottie, Mari, and Jen were the same person. It's not based on what they okay. look like. It's literally based on a shot where if you pause it, there's 19 bodies on screen walking. Okay. When they're going to the cabin. Um, and like I said, it might have even been more. It might have been 21. Because I did start a list at some point, but I I only get you know, I've got I've got Nat, Ty, Van, Shauna, Jackie, Mari, Laura Lee, Akila, Javi, Travis, Misty, Coach Scott. Right, that's twelve, and then you would add in Melissa and Crystal, and that would be fourteen. So again, it, it's a small. It could be a small product. Maybe there's something there. I kind of think there's not. The same way we thought there was something about the English patient being in the diary, and it probably was just a slip up. Right? It's probably mm-hmm. the same thing. Like that's just mm-hmm. how many people they put in there because they didn't quite have it dialed in and now it's dialed in. I mean, I know we always talk about how dialed in the show is. That's a different thing. That's like a, it's not writing, it's production. Mm-hmm. And, or 
it could be. I mean, I I doubt it, but what if we're seeing spirits of people and we don't even realize it? I mean, right. I had thought that too. It's possible. Um, you know, we still had that moment where we saw uh in jackie's hallucination the guy who i think was the guy dead in the cabin was like you know come in and join us or whatever like there have been instances where you know stuff like that has happened so i don't know i, I mean, forgot about that the dead it's cabin not, guy it's not gonna sink the show if at one point there were 20 people on screen and they don't account for all those people and that shot at the end that's just how they block that shot and it's fine and mm -hmm. i'm sure they're like there's some dickhead that's going to count the people and be like whatever but i mean <laughs> i didn't while count I, the people while i am that dickhead i'm just saying like it's it's not a big deal i'm not going to be one of these like oh no well i have to tell you guys you know no but i don't know either way oh just fuck i can't yeah way to way to up the game yeah yeah absolutely um, okay, so that's it for sharing in session until the show comes back. Uh, we will be, what is the next thing we're recording? Um, you picked Cruisin, Cruisin. by William, William Friedkin. William Friedkin's 1980, G, well, Giallo, man, whatever. So we'll have one of those. And, well, we, and I still have, actually, no, I haven't put up horns yet. So we, we have a horns episode that's coming oh. soon. And then uh, I think uh, I'm going to try to get uh, Anthony, Ray, and Tori to do one Saturday evening, which I know you'll you'll be at work, but we haven't gotten the, I haven't had those guys on in a while. And I know everybody's schedule has mm -hmm. been crazy. So I wanted to get the band back together there too. And uh, I, I'll definitely be talking about the boogeyman because I'm seeing that Friday, Thursday, and I'm going to be high as fuck and hopefully scared enough to not be able to talk about that it. That comes out this hours. Thursday. There's, I think there's two screenings on Thursday here, so they're probably by you oh, as well. I could. Uh, it's like a seven thirty and a ten thirty or something like that. I'm off on Thursday. There you go. And then Friday, I think it opens wide, but I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, you know, so um. But until all of that goodness, for the Horror Vision sharing session, I'm Sean. I'm Missy. And uh, just don't eat people unless you have to. But if you do, <laughs> cook that shit first. <laughs>